Welcome to Here's What You Do, an advice podcast from an optimist, a pessimist, and a nihilist who managed to start a company together. And even that decision took a few years. I'm Stephen. I've been called an optimist, but I prefer passionate. Gross. I'm Ryan. I've been called a pessimist, but I prefer pragmatic. And I'm Shane. I've been called a nihilist, but I prefer existentially grounded. As always, we're going to answer three questions submitted by you. Today's topics are, what are they? Today's topics are how to deal with human interaction during the quarantine, popcorn advice, and we're ending the show with poop. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. I will encourage all of our listeners to send in the most specific of examples you can send when it comes to these questions, because the more specific, the funnier it is, and the more likely it is to get picked. Uh, that's mm-hmm. our little PSA there. It doesn't just mean that and you I make always... a long email, though, because there's no, a lot no, of but... long emails, but just get specific, like really in the details. Yes. And you can send them mm-hmm. to pod at gmail.com. Or you could uh, send the questions directly to us on Patreon. And we can answer them from there. And as always, if you want to remain anonymous, say so in your question, and we will give you a fake name. And you got to buy one of those funny Guy Fox masks from uh, Amazon. (laughs) Anonymous? This Guy Fox. This Guy Mm -hmm. Fox. Yeah, yes. Very, very funny. Very good. Good stuff. Also, we got Good some stuff. feedback that people want the video version of this show, and so we're we're testing it out here. We do have a, a Zoom call recording, and we may or may not put this on the tube, depending on if you guys will actually go there and subscribe to that podcast on the tube. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you can see Ryan on the couch. He's he's leaning back. I'm leaning forward, and Shane's mm-hmm. doing some weird stretches. It's good to stretch oh, during quarantine back, times. Mm. Kicking back, baby. <laughs> Sorry, it's just stretching, getting all the, getting it all out there. Um, great. I'm I'm ready to to give Alrighty. some really good advice this week. Um, this comes from a person by the name of Aretha. 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 <laughs> Urethra. Franklin. Urethra. This comes from Urethra Franklin. <laughs> Aretha. Sorry, wait. How do you say that name? Aretha. Aretha. Uh-huh. Why does this sound weird to me right now? But it's Aretha. Aretha. Yeah. It's Hello. Aretha. My name is Aretha, and y'all are great. I have a need for your advice. I live in New York City, the Big Apple, and due to a need for a human connection outside of my family during these quarantines, I have begun to open my window and play the fife badly so that all my neighbors can hear. I have been yelled at once, but there is also a crying baby who is way more annoying and cries more often than I play. Should I stop? Continue. Lead by... what? Uh, should I stop? Continue. Leap by my neighbor's example and yell at the baby to shut up. Thanks in advance. Alrighty. So, uh, I guess I'll start off with my answer. Um, I find it concerning that you're comparing yourself to a crying baby. A little bit. Alright, right, so, so that is a very uh, specific my, situation. My answer is, first yeah. of all, as I was saying, I am concerned that you are... Con- I'm concerned that you're comparing yourself to a crying baby. Uh, mm. You are an adult and... You know, I have lived in New York City, so I am extremely qualified to answer this question. Oh, but here yeah, we go. Here we go. It's big Apple here over here. Look. I would also like to note that Stephen added Big Apple into this question. That was not actually <laughs> in the question. He said, I live in New York City, and then he went, Big Apple. Uh, she did not write that. So uh, just want to point uh, that out. Aretha was thinking that, by the way. Uh, anyway, so I, I would say, look, right now, Everybody is stressed the F out. And I'm not going to lie. I get stressed out by the end of the day. And sometimes I hear my neighbors doing stuff and I'm like, I'm working. I, you know, I, I got a podcast to record. I hear things going by. And, and so, you know, I do I think believe the way that's pronounced is I'm working. I got a podcast yeah. to record. <laughs> right, right, right. I got a pod. Okay. I got a pod. We're doing a pod here. So, no, I, I. You know, I understand, and I think it's really funny that what you're doing, but also I think that if it were me, I would stop playing the fife badly, as you say, and uh, save it for another time. 
uh, if you can maybe close your window and play it and play it softly, that might be better. But, um, you know, everybody's got a lot going on right now. So I, I just, I know that, you know, I'm agitated more easily. I know my neighbors are, my friends are. So just, I think it would be good to uh, show a little bit more, I don't know, kindness and, and, and suck it up. Uh, you know, and you don't have to yell at the baby either, right? Like, mm. you're not a baby. And, and it's not the baby's fault. The baby was born during a pandemic. And it's the parent's fault. Not the parent. I mean, I guess <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a fault. The parents you gotta put a little. Yeah. You got to put a little whiskey on that baby's gums, you know? Yeah. Uh, so this is, that's, so that's, that's, I mean, so I think you should stop. And I think you should not yell at the baby. And I think you, um, should you know maybe show a little bit of uh restraint well if you don't like me yelling at babies and making noise then i just plead the five. <laughs> oh, ryan <laughs> pretty bad i'm very curious to see what you say to this uh question ryan <laughs> there was there was zero joy on steven's face when i said, <laughs> when I said that i'm here for the people the people bane the people <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> wait, did you watch The Dark Knight Rises, Stephen? Do you like that film as well? I actually have never seen that movie. Okay, that's, that's correct. That's, that's fair. Okay, well, <clears throat> yeah, uh, you, you, you know, um, I've been yelled at once. I'm trying to get the logistics of this down. So this person it's is a playing... little It's a little strange because they say, I have a need for human connection, so I've been playing the fife badly for my neighbors. Mm-hmm. No, the way it's worded, I'm curious. Does this, this? It makes me feel like, as if the way it's worded as now, mm-hmm. uh, it makes me feel like they're doing this purposefully, playing it badly. Like they know how to play the fife beautifully, but they're playing well, it badly. To, well, on I, I'll say this: I don't know that anyone knows how to play the fife beautifully. It's a rotten. First instrument. off, I don't know how the fife sounds. What's the fife um, sound like? I would guess, and I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure anytime you've seen like um like a revolutionary war film and they're going to the mm. into battle and someone's going yeah. It's like just yeah, I'm, that. I'm gonna watch a quick little video here of the Pirates of the Caribbean theme on the Fife. Yeah, this sounds like the flute that plays in meme videos, like when someone makes one of the twentieth century fox jingle uh there's a video of that out there that has a meme that sounds very similar to this i could see how this would be annoying i still don't know if she's actually playing it badly or uh, if she's has mastered the instrument that she could play it badly but i will say from the sound of it the acoustics of it aren't pleasing even when played well so uh, (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like a fife at its best is annoying a fife yeah at its worst is um infuriating yeah, that's true. Yeah, enough for me to come knock on your door and be like, hey, uh, maybe don't do that ever. So the, the question here then is, is the person, it sounds like they want to be yelled at. Like they're searching for human connection. And if they're playing the fife badly, then maybe they want to be yelled at? Well, no, she's asking, should I stop? Yes. The, the, the answer is yes, you should stop or <laughs> play it with your windows closed. Or sing out the window, or just join your. I think you know the. Uh, have you guys heard? I don't know if over in you guys are closer to K Town. Around eight p.m., do you hear people banging yeah, pots yeah. and drums and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, do you? Oh wait, are, do you actually know our situation in K Town? Because that's accurate. I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, people, people do it here too door. at eight p.m. Yeah, at like Monday nights, they're going hard next door. They're like straight up breaking tables yelling like they're, they're having a beer pong they're tournament. doing it it's crazy they've been doing it every night over here wait what it's what are you crazy, talking about man. are you talking about well, every night at 8 p.m everyone like opens up their windows and blows horns and bangs on pots and pans as a uh, shout out to all the essential yeah, workers but what is it ryan ryan you're saying something about having a beer pong tournament oh wait a second okay i i must have missed a sentence because i was looking back at the question i'm saying <laughs> that my neighbors are extremely noisy Everything. before the pandemic before oh, because I like see. Oh, yeah, I, I, I think see. I think this is this question is obviously framed during the pandemic, but I also think it could be applicable to non-pandemic times of like yeah. when when is it okay to be loud in your own house and when is it not okay? Because like obviously a baby can't control when it's crying, um, but you know 
if that's the case, I should be able to watch, uh, I don't know, Jumanji and surround sound in my house as loud as I want. If that's the, you know, where's the line? Where's the line there? I don't know that there is one during these times. Like my upstairs neighbor clearly does some really intense calisthenics or is boning really hard all the time because I get a lot of rhythmic thumping. Um, they're, they're, I, they're playing, a, they're clicking around on it, the enhancedmail.com, <laughs> getting yeah, several penis really, pumps. They're really <laughs> pumping up there. And, um, you know, <laughs> any other time in my life, I've probably been like, how dare these people mm-hmm. uh, uh, interrupt yeah. my bliss down here? But, like, you, you got to cut them some slack because it's like, well, people need to move right now. And, they got to move in their apartment that's all they can do i think this person should uh, get in on yelling at the baby with their other neighbors because clearly that's something that the majority of your neighbors agree with or if they are yelling at you while you're playing your fife then you yell back what about the baby and then now you've opened (laughs) up a dialogue you've opened up a dialogue no see everyone always (laughs) says we got to open up a dialogue and now everyone could be joined in on the conversation and now you got a lot of human interaction. In fact, you got kind of like a reality show. Um, That's true. It's, this is it's now an interesting situation. I mean, of course, you could do the decent thing and just like not play the fife and be like, ah, baby's kind of annoying, but not much I could do. Um, kind of like when there's a baby on an airplane, it's just like, oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. I I, I don't mind babies on airplanes. I, I don't mind it either. Oh, you gotta. I hate it so much. If they're right you, next you to you enjoy, and they're like drooling on you, then yes throw that baby off yes the plane, do you remember that shane whoa for unsolved uh did we have a bad baby yeah i was sitting next to a baby on the flight and it was crying so loud and this was like right after one of our like all-nighter shoots that we were flying back from mm. and i couldn't sleep on the plane and this baby was like crawling on my shoulder and stuff like that <laughs> i think and the I problem like, is that unsolved isn't flying you first class no they yeah, aren't well, it's worth it <laughs> uh, no we're not either <laughs> but we're also not staying up to wee hours of the night to to pretend to find ghosts yeah and there's nothing you could really do in that situation you just got to kind of like take it that's um, true i mean they're uh, the only time i get annoyed with that is when parents have babies where they just like put an ipad in front of them and they're like look at elsa and the baby yeah. like goes because cr- you're like, well, this baby's clearly nuts and just stares at an iPad 23 hours a day. So now it's on a plane yeah. and it's losing its mind. You know, the, I, actually, I just realized looking at this question again, the more important question that we haven't been asking and the one that's clearly need uh, needed to be answered here. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, is it ever okay to yell at a baby? <laughs> No, you can't yell. I mean, you could yell. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I could give you one scenario. You yelled at a baby? I've never yelled at a baby, but it might be okay. I would would forgive it. You bring your baby to the cinema. Oh. Why on earth? Don't you bring that baby to the cinema. Bring a baby to the cinema. Mm. And you know what? I'm not. Yes, it happens all the time. It happens a lot. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to go see a movie a long time ago. This is how much it annoys me when a baby goes to a theater. I remember the movies it's happened in. And this, mind you, is not a good film. I went to go see a movie a long time ago in college called Battle Los Angeles. It was a movie I saw that too. Starring Have we talked Aaron about Battle Eckhart. Los Angeles? That movie sucks. It's, it's so bad. sucks. And were you, you know what's the worst were, part about it? Well, before we get into this, wait, no, you're going to say the same thing. You were incredibly excited to see it. Oh, I was stoked. The trailers look amazing. My brother and I were like counting down the days on the calendar. We were like, this movie's going to be incredible. It looks great. Aaron Eckhart riding the wave of Dark Knight coming into this. It would look great. Anyways, I'm in the theater. And it's a quiet part of the movie. It always happens during a quiet part of the film. And all of a sudden you just hear it. And I'm... (laughs) I, I wanted to throw my popcorn at the direction of this baby because I was like, are you kidding me? Who brings a baby to a 10 p.m. screening of Battle Los Angeles on a Friday? That's bonkers to me. Uh, got to get a sitter. Okay, so this get is a, a conversation for your other podcast that you guys, I don't know if you filmed it or not, but uh, missing the big pictures. So let's missing keep it the there. Big you know, that's a, there's a reason why I'm not on that episode, that's on that right. show. That's right. Um, 
but I Look, get your point. It's just point, human Ryan. decency, though, Stephen. It's human decency. It is human if you decency. Ha- if, you, if you if you if it's like I I know there's a bunch of you probably screaming at me right now, like, oh, you you don't have a kid. It's hard. It can't always go no, to the no, movies. Sometimes with you, Ryan. it's hard to find a sitter. You know what? S- sucks. Then it's just that's I why you, you have a baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's probably people who are like, this guy's an asshole. I'm just saying, sometimes if you can't find a sitter, then I guess mm. you can't go to the movies that night, and that's or that's or the, go the see a movie chosen. where the the audience agrees. Like, sure, there's going to be crying babies in this. Go see, um, you know, an Ice Age film or one of the yeah, funny yeah, little yeah. Go troll see planes, planes, or something like that. Well, you couldn't see planes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are not theatrical releases. Those are part of the Cars extended cinematic universe direct-to-video. Mm, now everything's going to be direct-to-video. That's well, that's Ooh. true. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, Cars Three. Anyways, uh, play the Fife all you want. I guess I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what? That's not where you were going with that at all. I I mean, like, look, there's like it's your space. I would say maybe don't open your window and play the that's five. Maybe that's like the, the one nice part that's egregious. Do, yeah. yeah, just keep it inside. You know, keep the doors closed, the windows closed. Fair trade-off, I think. This There's is no the time when you to, have to open your window. This period of of history is the one period where you have a little more leniency and a little more freedom to do that kind of stuff. If you want to open your window, you can. Um, for your neighbors, you may want to keep it shut, but. If that baby keeps yelling, get some some sense of community going. Get everybody out there yelling at this baby, you know? <gasps> yeah, Wait, I, I just found the answer. You okay. play the fife when the baby's crying. Oh, so that encourages yeah, the go. parents yeah. to make their baby quiet because they keep hearing this awful, yes. awful fife. Okay. Yeah. Well, the whole reason why I went off on the baby tirade was to explain that there are certain things in life you can't control, so you might as well just like uh, learn to live with it. And I would say do the best you can, and the the best you can is play your five with the window closed. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Or get a new instrument. I I, I don't understand the five at all. Uh, Maybe there. I have a friend who like plays a bunch of different musical instruments and is learning a new one every week. Like he just got a trombone, and it's like well. You well, know, your neighbors don't want to hear that. Um, maybe this person is just sort of moving through the different, you know, it's a long checklist of instruments they want to learn and the fife is next. Hmm. I guess. A trombone. Who has a fife? Yeah. It's very unique. Yeah. Or they could be like a revolutionary war, you know, like those reenactors who go to battles. And I'm going to look up on Amazon how much a fife is right now. Probably cheap. They're made out of a stick. Oh, they're okay. They're like 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's why. I, yeah. I see. I see. Who plays the trombone? I can't think of any even like famous jazz. I was going to say Dizzy Gillespie, but he's trumpet. He's trumpet. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of (laughs) professional trombonists out there. So, Well, uh, I think you got your answer, Aretha. Uh, So there you are. That's what you do. Play the fife when the baby's crying. Otherwise, don't play the fife. I plead the fife. Okay. You don't have to do it again. Let's move on to our next question. But before we do that, a word from our sponsor. Uh, question two. This is from our Patreon. If you'd like to submit questions over on Patreon, that's over at patreon.com slash watcher. Uh, this yeah. is from Erica Berrigan. Now, look, is this uh, covered territory for us? Maybe. But I thought we'd get it out of the way early days in this podcast just so we can mm. put it to rest. Because Ryan and I have yeah. a lot to say here and probably more to say on our upcoming podcast missing the big pictures <laughs> yes more than but i much have more to say. to say about that so but we'll briefly touch on it here so yeah, we'll, we'll be here for about 30 minutes yes uh this is from erica berrigan she says i have never made popcorn from kernel in a pot always the pre-cooked mm-hmm. bags <sighs> how do i make popcorn mm. <laughs> well steven why don't we start with you yeah let's, let's so go what you steven do here. is you go to the movie theater you oh, if only grab a box of that popcorn and then uh, you eat it. That's what you do. Look, but Steven, I, we're in a pandemic. Oh, no. What, I, what if I don't have Uh-oh. a movie theater and I want Oh, popcorn? no. Then you go listen to Missing the Big Pictures where they talk about <laughs> an entire episode on popcorn and listen to that episode. Not oh, that this one. That sounds fun. Can I bring my five and my baby? <laughs> Whoa, this is fun. This is bit. I like oh, it. You're, uh, it. Are you the audience members? Are you the so, listeners? Uh, the, 
the question is, are I'm they asking like, what kind of oil to use, or are they use, like asking what kind of kernel, or like when to oh, start? Steven, and, like, Steven, Steven. Because yeah, okay, well, there's so many answers here. Uh, there's just really like, there is. I, I wait. Why am I starting? You, the person who asked the question, must answer first. Okay. Well, that's, that's a rule. Here's how I do mm-hmm. it, and I don't like to stray too much from this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ryan and I have differing opinions on funny corn. I personally yeah. have a little more um leniency for it though by the way funny corn okay yes we should define what funny corn is funny corn to me popcorn is a beautiful thing it's in its most beautiful form it is thing it's a perfect thing you can almost eat it you can honestly eat it without butter and salt butter and Mm. salt is what i'll accept anything else besides butter and salt to me is uh a, a desecration of a beautiful sacred thing so i call that Funny corn, because it's a funny thing to do to corn. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine you at any sort of like popcorn shop uh, seeing like uh, like cheese corn and just looking at the cashier and being like, well, that's a funny thing to do to corn. <laughs> <laughs> Discerning. Uh, I, went on, I, went, I went to Big Bear recently with my girlfriend and all of her friends. A wonderful they town also know my, with, with horrible oh, food. Great. Yeah, horrible food. There was a popcorn shop there. Yeah, garbage. And uh, all of her girlfriends looked at it and they went, oh, look at this popcorn shop. And then they looked back at me. They were like, that's funny corn though, huh? And I was like, <laughs> yep, it is. And they were like, yeah, maybe we don't want that. And I was like, well, you know what? I think I like your friends, Mari, because they know what's up. And they know I me like, as the funny corn guy. Yeah, I like that you've trained them all to be like, wow, yummy. Well, now Ryan doesn't like this. That's funny corn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like you're teaching it's- them. Yeah, it's I'm 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 like the Sherpa for the popcorn mountain. Um, I don't mind funny corn mostly when it comes to savory things. Uh, when it comes to caramel corn or anything sweet, I ge- I generally despise it. Um, but every, like mm, ninety nine yeah. times out of a hundred, I'm going classic butter and salt. Um, when I make it, I like to use. I generally use olive oil. I've dabbled in coconut oil. I've lately I've yes. gi- been given a world of some avocado oil, which is kind of interesting. How much still popcorn try that. are you popping? Uh, I've scaled Quite a it bit. back uh, during the quarantine. I actually do about once a week um, hmm. on Fridays as a fun little Friday treat. Um, but I I actually have a, a whirly pop which I've used uh, since I was a boy. Not this one, but my my pa taught me to pop on a whirly pop. And uh, so that's this what I you're whirly now, son. <laughs> uh, I also have an air popper um, that I don't use too much because I yeah because it gives the popcorn the consistency of like packaging peanuts. It's a little dry. It's like yeah. not. It's um, gross. I prefer uh, white kernel popcorn. I know mm. I, Ryan is more of a fan of the yellow, which has a more of a corny flavor to it. Uh, it's more the, of a classic movie theater taste for sure. The white kernels are a little more fluffy. They have a, a yeah, fuller there's... bloom and sort of a, a lightness to them yes. that I enjoy. And then when it comes to seasoning, I'll either do butter or ghee or a little bit of sea salt. Um, sometimes a combination of all those things. Do you ever do uh, different spices in there? I've dabbled with sort of like a tahini kind of, but like I like like a little paprika or some lime or some yeah rosemary, some old bay sometimes. But again, that's maybe like one in ten. Hmm. Mine's pretty similar to Shane's. I like I said, I, I hate funny corn. Uh, there are some exceptions. I do like uh, you know the kettle corn that's popped at like a fair. That's that's like good because it feels do, like its own yeah. art in its sense. Some kettle corn it feels I like, like a separate it's, thing. The kettle corn really lives or dies by how balanced the sweet and salty is. Because if it's too yes. high on either of those things, ugh. yeah, it's kind of like when you put salt in hot chocolate; it has to be the right amount. If it's mm-hmm. too much, it's a nasty ass salty hot chocolate you got. Yeah. Oh, also, I do love hurricane popcorn, which these are also things I consider not even popcorn. Hurricane popcorn is this thing from Hawaii, where it has a lot of butter and then a uh, simbe mixed in. Uh, which is like little uh, rice crackers. Those are delicious. Mm-hmm. And uh, furikake is also right on now. top of that bad boy. And um, all this popcorn mm, talks got me salivating. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I cook popcorn maybe like three to four times. Oh, no. I used to cook it like three to four times a week. Yeah, you scaled back um, too, didn't you? Yeah, I'm like about once a week now, unfortunately. Um, the thing is, I 
I've gone through several different ways to pop it. I did have an air popper at once, and I realized that was hot garbage, so I laid it I on actually fire. bought my air popper um, after you had recommended one, and then... Yeah. But I think I bought mine way after the fact, and then I was like, hey, I bought an air popper, and you were like, I hate those. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Uh, I, I only I, use I that when it. I want to feel healthy and use less oil and make like a small thing. Less cleanup. That's too. the thing. It, it's healthier... I guess because there is no oil involved in the cooking process. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Mm -hmm. if you have a whirly pop or if you have one like mine, mine's actually an automated whirly pop. It's not, I think it's made by Hamilton beach, but it has like a hot plate that essentially has like a, a device in the bottom that is on the bottom of a whirly pop instead of uh, cranking it. It just, it's automated. Um, But it also has this really cool thing where the heat will move upward and will go through the lid. The lid has like perforations in it and you could put a butter on the perforated lid and the steam oh. from the popcorn rising will make the butter melt onto the popcorn that's popping and it's amazing uh so i use that uh i cook with normally coconut oil i have done canola canola oil if i want a more classic movie theater like taste movie theater I've, taste i've i've wanted to try avocado oil ever since shane said it's that it's interesting it's it's never got it's around pretty, to it it's pretty neutral um so are you pre-salting your kernels popped? Like when you put them on to, into the whirly pop on top of the oil, are you putting salt on before they start? No, popping? I always do it after. I'm, yeah. I'm purely post pop as well. Have you yeah. ever tried using like a, a cooking wine before? Does that work? Mm, no. A what? Yeah. I, a cooking wine. For popcorn? As the oil. As the oil. Instead of oil, you use like, um, like a like a red wine or something or like a, a sake cooking I'm wine. Cooking. I don't know. I'm just I can't really contribute much to this conversation, so I'm trying to throw out some. I'm gonna look boomerangs. this up. I'm curious. Okay. Well, I have Stephen. You you know what this is probably. I have cooking michu, um, in my in my cooking what pantry. Cooking michu. It's like Chinese oh, rice wine that use. It. Oh wait, no, not michu. Yeah. Wait, it's M I C H U. M I C H U. I don't even know what that is. I use Shaoxing cooking wine for my Chinese needs. Uh, anyways, I'm curious. If I use that to pop the kernels, I don't know if that would work. But, you know, I might be willing to try it. I'm, all, I'm a big it. fan of, like, mixing up the preparation before uh, pre-kernel, pre-pop. Yeah, I've um, done... In the past, I've tried to use... And, and, it, and it works. I use the ghee instead of an oil to kind of... Oh, that must be rich as hell. It is a little too rich, so I don't generally do it. You don't need a lot, actually. Um, but no. So um, I, 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 I like the coconut oil the most. I want to bring it back to the question, and I haven't answered this uh, be- because I, I'll I'll just say out there, you know, I have well, no, that's not true. I have cooked popcorn in a uh, in a pot maybe once in my life in college. It's been a long time. Uh, but I think the question that this person is asking, really, if you look at the heart of it, is why make popcorn in a pot mm. as opposed to the the bag version? It's just better. It's better. It's better for you. It's a wonderful snack. Yeah. It's cheap. You buy the seeds. Um, it's also just a fun thing to make. Yeah, it's like a, it just comes down to self-respect, I think, for me. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, I mean, you got to dish the bags. Also, the bag, the bag stuff is just, I think, generally terrible for you right it's really bad for you they're actually mm. linked to cancer because of the ingredients and the preservative preservatives they put in that bag and then uh, the other question I will that s- i think oh sorry go ahead well i was gonna also say that like to me uh, aside from the fact that it's also undoubtedly tastier and just a better product when you cook it yourself mm-hmm. uh it's an experience when yeah, you're cooking popcorn on the stove, it's like a round of applause. You could feel all yeah. that. You could hear all the kernels just popping away, and it feels like someone's clapping for you. And it's like they're like all cheering for you about to have this great event in your own living room. You're bringing the movie theater experience. The aroma is uh, not comparable to what you would get from like a bag in the microwave. And uh, it, it, there's a sense of pride that you take. Big time. Um, in, in making your own bag of popcorn that's delicious. Mm-hmm. And you also know that it's more nutritious at the end too because you saw what went into it. Uh, it, it I imagine it's a lot like, and I've this is now a completely different subject, but I'm thinking, I, do you guys have fountain pens? No. 
I actually had a uh, a calligraphy set at some point though, and it is extremely satisfying. To di- so did you have because so, a fountain pen you have to maintain and dip in the ink, refill it. The calligraphy maybe oh, a little bit, it, but it does yeah. have like sort of the like the blade end to it, so you do have to fill it up yes. with ink. Uh, th- does the line get wider or thinner based on the pressure you put on the page? So fountain uh, pen's the same thing. But that the calligraphy one was more angles, but yes, I mean. Sim- similar oh yeah concept. i see because it's so it's not like a nib like a yeah the fountain pens have point, like an the, actual uh like two points that spread and then the ink between it changes. exactly yeah. which is why your handwriting could look so goddamn fancy but also it just feels nice on the page like you can make the argument that a ballpoint's better um and it probably like for convenience purposes is but the feeling of pride that you would get using a fountain pen i imagine mm. would be mm sublime right and i've always mm-hmm. wondered if i should be a fountain pen man uh i think i might have just answered my own question I based on my popcorn yes. habits yeah. uh, <laughs> so. i mean there's a knack to it that you certainly have to refine but you're you're definitely a fountain pen man i might be i'm mm-hmm. imagining now you being out with mari and all her friends and them stopping by a pen store <laughs> <laughs> no fountain yeah. pens though huh oh you like those funny pens that's cool. Funny. Yeah, pens. I remember. I remember. I, re- I remember elementary school. <laughs> All <laughs> pens wow. that aren't fountain pens. Funny pens. Yeah. Oh, you like those funny pens? Huh? Um. So uh, yes, give it a whirl. It, it's honestly, it's a popcorn poppers are incredibly cheap. You, like a whirly pop are. is like twenty or thirty bucks. Um. My even my fancy one that I just described from Hamilton Beach, fifty dollars at Costco. Just and try and find one that seems kind of sturdy. Mm. Like you, you want to get a good metal or something. Stirs you. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Was that an intentional pun? No, I said sturdy. I said one that's sturdy. Oh, I thought you, I thought you said one that stirs you. Find like, one that good. stirs you. That's good. Um, no, um, that's not what I Yeah, think. my popcorn maker, by the way, has lasted three years. Yeah. I mean, the one I have, my, my have one at home in Illinois that, I mean, we've had since uh, I was a boy. I mean, that's probably comparable. I don't know how. What's the longevity normally for like a microwave? I don't know. Let's move <laughs> on to the third question. Let's move yeah. on. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I checked out for a second there because I got a slack from a fellow team member that I was like, I should respond to this right now. So I didn't that's hear fine. anything you guys said for the last two minutes. That's okay. That's fair. That's fair. I checked out uh, with the popcorn conversation. You know, I, I have uh, to close it out. Sorry that I, I do want to add my two cents. I have never seen Ryan describe food so well other than talking about popcorn, about the process, about the flavor, about the things that go into it. So it, show, it shows that it's in you, Ryan. I just don't know. I don't know why well, you, you, you know, don't put in that same love and care into all of the other things you eat. Well, it's because that they don't deserve that attention from me. He's right. That's just the simple truth. Let's move on to this last question. This is anonymous. This comes from the Here's What You Do pod, uh, H-W-Y-D pod at gmail.com. It's an anonymous submission. Uh, and they write, actually, we need a name for this anonymous person. So let's just call them Beetlejuice. Have we said Beetlejuice before? We have not said Beetlejuice. Good. Hey, Watcher Boys, you asked for stupid questions. So here's the stupidest one I have that I actually would like advice on. I'd like to remain anonymous, so if you select this question, please have Shane make up a name for me. Sorry, I did it for him. Here's Ah, the issue. Um, My my roommate and I each have our own bathroom. Mine's an in-suite in my bedroom, and hers is across the hall from her bedroom and right outside my room, as luck would have it. She (laughs) She doesn't use the fan or shut the door after she does her business. She just uses poo-pourri which in my opinion makes it worse because it lingers longer and spreads farther. So the whole apartment smells like bergamot, a bergamot, <laughs> bergamot, 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 lavender and shit. So how should I ask her to at least shut the door? Love you guys. Love watcher. And the podcast is a goddamn delight. Thank you for everything you're doing to help keep us all sane and best of luck. Thanks so much. Beetlejuice. 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 Huh? All right. No, he's not here. Okay. Weird. Okay, Beetlejuice. Uh, This one is pretty simple to me. This is, um, you know, this kind of harkens back to my days back in gym class after basketball practice or or even basketball practice, rather. Um, We would go out. We would play. We'd practice. We'd get all sweaty and gross. We'd come back into the locker room. 
And there was one person on our team who uh, was one of those guys that just says this dumb thing where like, oh, you know, I actually don't need deodorant. Uh, in fact, our own Stephen Lim has said this to me. And uh, my response when, when everybody, when any, any, anytime anybody has ever told me, I don't really smell, I don't need deodorant. My first thought is, yeah, you do. Because I could smell you right now. Uh, and, you know, and that's just a lack of uh, a self-awareness. Um, and, you know, it could get to the best of us, even young Stephen Lim here. Uh, so in this case, what I did is I took an L for the entire team. And I said, hey, man, we'd all appreciate it if you just wore some deodorant. We're all smelly boys here. Um, you know, you're stinking up the locker room a little bit. So maybe just put on that deodorant and we'll all be square. And, uh, and uh, he did take offense to it. I will say that. But in time, he understood that what I was saying was, in fact, the correct uh, call. So I would say that while it is an awkward conversation that you're going to have to have with this smelly roommate of yours, um, it is for the best, not only for you in this current moment, but also for her future uh, cohabitation endeavors in her life. Um, You know, I forget who said it. I I don't know if it was Brene Brown or something uh, or was it Oprah. Somebody said that basically to get what you want in life or to, uh, I guess, to get what you want. All it takes is five seconds of being uncomfortable to say something that may make people uncomfortable, and then it gets much easier after that. So you're going to be uncomfortable bringing it up, but in the end, it's going to be okay. All you have to say is, hey, I'd really appreciate it um, if you just close the door. <laughs> um, you know, or <laughs> use the fan uh, because as much as I love you, I don't love the smells that come from your butthole. So maybe um, if you could uh, just close the door, that would be great. Hmm. That's it. Uh, I'm going to interject here and talk about the deodorant bit real quick. I Hmm. did a quick search on Wikipedia. Uh, This is fat, by the way, because it comes from the Pedia. Uh, East Asians, Chinese, Koreans, and Japanese have fewer apocrine sweat glands compared to people of other descent. I don't think I said that right. Apocrine? Apocrine? I don't know but we have fewer sweat glands, making East Asians less prone to body odor. The reduction in body odor and sweating may be due to the adaptation to colder climates by their ancient Northeast Asian ancestors. Boom! Now, I, will gotcha. interject, I, will, I will interject here quite, uh, just, just, just really quickly. Uh, you'll notice that it says fewer and not uh, none. They don't have, like, so you still smell. You just don't smell as bad. And I will I'd also like to say, say... I'd like to say for the record that I've never seen Stephen Lim sweat. And frankly, That's also because he I've, been in, a host I've been in close Westworld. quarters with him and he does not smell. He's not a smelly guy. Gotcha, mm-hmm. Ryan. That's also because he's layered under eight jackets at all times. Well, that's true. Uh, that's a valid so, point. I mean, and also, way, I, I school, he doesn't smell. I went yeah. to a school that was 90% Asian. Um, so the locker room was full of Asian people. So, yeah. yeah, but you know, some of them do what have are you tra- what many are you trying to say? Yeah, I'm saying that the argument that Asian people aren't smelly is flawed because no, people that's not, are you knew that's a lot of saying. smelly folks in your day. <laughs> <laughs> As an Asian person myself, I could also say that I, I do smell after uh, running a mile, say. But Stephen brought up the weird point that he was like, people of East Asian descent have fewer sweat glands. So that means yeah, and that s- they are less likely, less likely to have body odor. Not genetically. They will not have body um, odor. Set. And I will say that people who often say they don't smell usually smell because they lack self-awareness. Um, you ever just my you ever been around me and thought, wow, Steven smells bad today? Yeah. Have when? you, Ryan? Tell me when? once. I'm on uh, Steven's side we've played here. basketball and I've had to guard you. During basketball. Yeah, that's called good offense. That's a hu- that's good hustle. You got to get good out hustle. on that court and hustle. Yeah, no, I think you're, mis- you're misunderstanding you what he's saying, Shane. He's saying it's good... He's, uh, he's saying it's good offense to smell so then people won't want to guard you. Yeah, that's probably good, right? So yeah, then you're admitting good. you smell Because then also you're trying to guard him, but you're getting distracted by his his stank. But well, By the way, uh, I don't think you've ever thought that. Otherwise, you would have followed your own advice that. here and been like, oh, Steven, you should wear some deodorant. You never did that well, to I me. Well, I figured you wear... I, honestly, I figured you were wearing deodorant, and I figured that your smell was so bad that it was overpowering the, the no, you never. In which case, no, you didn't think that. 
Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. The thing is, like, the, uh, here's the thing. I, I never consider, I, I consider Stephen Lim, I look at him and I think, man, that's a very hygienic dude. Like, that dude probably takes two showers a day at least. I do. Yeah. He does. There it it's is. It's a huge waste um, of water. And so, th- so the idea that Stephen Lim, a very hygienic man, would not wear deodorant never crossed my mind. What did cross mm. my mind was, this guy wears deodorant and it's not strong enough. Therefore, he must mm. need that, like, sweat defense you know for a while old old spice ran that campaign with sweat defense where terry cruz like lived under people's armpits and was like punching odor in the face i was like steven steven limb needs some terry cruz under his armpits um you've never thought uh, that also you smell too when we play basketball so i don't understand why you're being biased that's fair that's why i say i need deodorant well look well uh, understand this is not Case about in point. you need deodorant <laughs> well look this is we're moving away from the point here which is sure maybe some people smell when they sweat everybody takes extremely smelly shits no one's no <laughs> one's shit smells great no one's like and i will argue that the wikipedia right now for east asian poops right now hold up <laughs> and i will and, and i will argue that everybody needs deodorant in fact steven proved my point by saying that yeah I, you also smell uh, and he's, he was also saying that his, his smell would All be right. a defense. So you're admitting you've won the battle, but lost the war essentially there. Uh, uh I, I, I'd like to take over the floor here. So if you wouldn't mind sitting down, well, one more thing, one more thing, one why? more thing before you. <laughs> now, the reason why this is a, a good example, Beetlejuice is because what just happened right now on this very pod is me oh. confronting Stephen Lim for oh. not wearing deodorant. And this no, is the you reaction you're did. going to get. This is the reaction you're going to get. <laughs> From your roommate. Your no. roommate will go, well, well yes, actually, if, I looked up on Wikipedia and it said that my poop doesn't poops. smell because I eat three peanut butter and jellies a day and that actually but is a it, really good uh, cancel aller. At the same time, if you approach your roommate like an a-hole, uh, they're probably not going to be very receptive to what you have to say. Now, I won't say, I, I would actually like to say that I don't think I approached Stephen Lim as an a-hole. I think he I did. That. Wait, are I we did. talking about the poop said, that comes out of an a-hole? Because oh. this is that's the issue, right? They yes. are Let's get back to the issue. Let's get back to the issue. I have stayed in many hotel rooms with Mr. Ryan Bergara. And if you want to talk about uh, chemical warfare, uh, I've been in the trenches. I've been in the trenches, Oh, you know what, Shane? What? I I accept that, but I also accept that you are (laughs) And that's exactly... Well, that's exactly As what Gil's I was going to say. Down. Crush Ryan him. Has, well, here's the thing. Life uh, stinks. Life is full of smelly people. Uh, yeah. There, there was probably a time in my life where I would go into a public restroom and be appalled at the way it smelled or the sounds that were coming out of other stalls. But you, at a certain point, you're going to be much happier with the way you live. If you just accept that people will smell, uh, people will make awful noises, and the most fun you can possibly have in life is to join them in that wonderful chorus and give a little hurt back to the world. Um, sing your song. Oh, so you're saying fight fire with fire here. You're exactly saying, like, right. Bombs away with the door open. Bombs away. Like playing I, battle shits. Uh, so mm. in, in, in along those lines, what I would recommend is some chicken liver. Because uh, I had mm. that once. Yeah. Uh, there's a restaurant in Los Angeles called The House of Pies. It's not a particularly good restaurant, uh, but it is like an, a diner. And one night I was there, I think it was in the first year or two of working at BuzzFeed, and I saw chicken liver on the menu, fried chicken livers. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I've never had those. That sounds interesting. And I uh, ate them, and they weren't particularly good, but not bad. And then the next day, I was, we were at BuzzFeed, and I excused myself to the bathroom. It was in the old DeLong Prey office. You guys remember those little yeah. stalls, the personalized yeah. ones. Uh, and those were like little telephone booths, essentially. You were locked off from the world. There was no space at the bottom of the door. Yeah. Whatever you emitted in that room, you were stuck with. Mm-hmm. And the I've never, ever, ever smelled something like that in my life. And I've smelled some horrible yeah. things. Uh Eat as many chicken livers as you can. <laughs> uh, make plans to leave immediately after, oh and just gosh. just give them hell. That's all I. So can are you say. saying poop in their bathroom? Or are you saying poop in your bathroom? Because she says she's li- yeah. she lives in an in-suite bathroom, which means it's it's in her bedroom. So by doing this, she would essentially well, be fumigating herself. 
Well, yeah, but it's your own and you and you're comfortable with that. I don't know about you guys, but I'm comfortable with the things that I produce. I'm almost proud of them. You just said that the chicken liver poop you smelled was one of the worst things you've ever smelled. You sat there and basked in it then? I I mean, me personally, I was like, this is impressive. But I know if someone (laughs) else smelled it, they would be like, holy (laughs) shit, Shane's dead. I think Shane died in that bathroom three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, it's Mm. crazy. Uh, I I see what you're you're saying, though. If you want to do damage control without this whole chicken liver stuff, buy some candles. Um, Candles are great. Buy, you know, some matches, whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you don't get down. It's 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 tough enough to take a smelly shit in the first place. You feel bad about it. Nobody feels great about that. Um, Whatever. You could close the door, though, I think. I think that's more than. uh, Well, let me let me get into the mind of the roommate. Okay. You leave the door open to let uh-huh. the smells out. Yeah, that's what I would think. Into the house, into the common area. But then it's dispersed. The molecules have dispersed across the entire apartment instead of condensed into yeah, but one you've tiny now made, bathroom. You've made a very personal thing, a very communal thing. That's like, to me, you're, the only person who's benefiting from that is you because now your bathroom is not smelly. To me, that's honestly the same thing as like, I, I'm eating a bunch of like, you know, uh, I make a big, I'm making a big mess in my bedroom, mm-hmm. but to make it not as messy, I'm just going to take all my mess and put it out in the uh, living room now because now my room is clean. Just like or now my tra- bathroom is could, no uh, longer trade, smelly. Trade bathrooms, trade rooms. Hmm? Good trade rooms. That could work. That's actually mm, pretty good advice. Like, oh, that's I think that's perfect. horrible advice. No, what you do is like, oh, this pandemic's really getting me down. I could use a change of pace. Hey, what if we changed rooms? It would feel like we, you know, are mixing it up. It's like we're almost going on vacation within our own apartment. Mm. You take my room, which wouldn't be bad. Mm. You got look. You could get this ensuite bathroom. What an upgrade you, for you. Mm? What you're forgetting though is that huh. usually when someone has the ensuite bathroom, that usually means that they're paying more in rent for that room well that's usually how it works and also there's maybe. a reason why they have that room and to say that you should pick up all your stuff pack it all up and move into a different room as opposed to being like hey maybe close the door after you use number two so um, chicken liver then. is insane. chicken liver is the answer yeah I think the answer I, is just say can you please close the door people are going to get weird when you accuse them of being smelly but if everyone just realizes people are smelly there's nothing to get weird about i i'm going to throw in my Quick advice, since I haven't really gone yet. Uh, this is Steven speaking, by the way. <laughs> you know when you're on like, a conference call and you're like, hey, uh, yeah. this is Steven speaking uh, now. Um, so the I would tend to just agree with Ryan. The one thing I would say, though, is don't bring it up as a revenge tool at any point. Or don't bring it up as like a, when your roommate asks you to do something, you're like, oh, can you close your bathroom door? Because I've seen that fight escalate and it's because both parties are letting tension escalate more and more and more and you're just thinking of ways that you need to tell your roommate to get better um and so i would just say like find a time to joke about it and do it in like a joking way like if they're like talking about ha 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 man i had a lot of uh really good uh chicken liver for dinner tonight you can be like oh ha 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 uh when you when that comes out, uh, make sure you close your door, and then uh, you see how they respond to that. Yeah, I think I think I'm more of the mind of just uh, being very deliberate, not mean, but just very to the point. Like, hey, I noticed that it smells really bad when you, uh, you know, take a shit, and I could smell it around <laughs> the house. It'd be really helpful if you just close the door. Um, it's basic or, human consideration. Oh, what about this? What about this? You whenever We're really you, you're circling around this one, huh? What about this idea? Okay, you okay. you you go out of your room and then you smell yeah. it and you go you go. Oh man, what is that smell? Oh, that's like the passive aggressive way to do it, right? Yeah, I but suppose, uh, what, yeah. why would you not know what the smell is? Well, be, you're just letting them know that it you smells smell like it. somebody took a shit. <laughs> yeah, like what what. <laughs> so they well just so that they know you smell it maybe they don't know because you know how when you pee in your poop you don't smell it as much as everybody else does that's what i'm saying oh, about the chicken you liver you know like you i think your body i think the human body is conditioned to not be repulsed by 
the things it excretes in terms of mm-hmm. sense. Um, I mean, obviously, if I vomit, I'm not going to be like, hmm, that puke smells good, but <laughs> you are clearly... I mean, it wouldn't work for humans in the long run if every time we took a dump, we were like, Ugh, get me out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Though I will say, and to close this out, because it is a funny thought. Yeah, it's it probably... A, if you said this. It's oh. very... Uh, humans deep down do want to smell each other's farts and poop. It's true. I don't think oh, that's yeah. true. For sure. That is true. For sure. Let me ask you this, Shane, and I'll prove it to you. This is exactly how Eddie Murphy proved it. Okay. He said, uh, when someone says, I farted, you don't immediately walk away. You sit there for a second. And then no, you what go, I usually do is I stop oh, you breathing did through fart. my nose. You, no, I don't. I don't. You don't. So you don't confirm. I don't just confirm. walk away. I usually mm-hmm. just uh, stop breathing through my nose and try to, you know, move into a different vicinity. I definitely confirm. That's weird. I, I mean, I tend to confirm more power to what, you. What if you go to House of Pies and bring back liver for your roommate? so that they can experience it themselves. Oh, because then they'd be like, holy moly, what is wrong? Yes, what if you both have chicken liver? Together. Okay, wait, chicken liver party. You guys both get chicken liver, eat a bucket (laughs) of chicken liver, and then you can also be like, holy moly, I'm causing, like, I got some smelly business going on over here. You do too. It must have been that chicken liver we ate. Hey, on that topic, boy, you've been really cranking out some juicy turds lately, and I can, it's really wafting into my room. Maybe you shove a cork in it for a little while, huh? (laughs) Just, Uh, yeah, that's my favorite answer. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Close the door after you poop, wear deodorant, be considerate, you know, be a normal human. Unless your name is Stephen Lim, then you don't need deodorant. Unless your name is Stephen Lim, and then you just, you just, uh, (laughs) you just crop dust every room you walk in with your armpits. Good pod. Good pod. As always, if you would like to submit questions for future episodes, swing them by patreon.com slash watcher, or you can submit them anonymously to hwydpod at gmail.com. And remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Oh, yeah. Rate it five stars if you liked it. And if you didn't like it, you know, just, um, just, just destroy your computer and your phone. Yeah. In your roommate's nostrils. Run them over with your car. That's right. Take your phone, dip it in your roommate's smelly poop water, and uh, be done with it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll I'll see you next week. Toodaloo.